Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner, really testing the limits of that phrase, the more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Hi guys, Dr. Wendy Dearborn is in the house with another episode of You and the Laws of Attraction. Well guys, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. Um, Today is, what day is it? Wednesday the 30th of June 2021 and the hour is 11.30am. So once again, welcome to the show. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn and we are in part three of a, I cannot say how many parts this series is going to be, but we are in part three of the series that I am doing on um, you or the the universal laws and what you need to know. So this is part three of the universal laws and what you need to know. So guys, welcome to the show. If this is the first time that you are listening and joining me I am so glad to have you here Um, you and the universal laws is literally about you yes you because your life is all about you your life is all about the choices that you make and yes does it interact with other people most assuredly does it interlock with other people most assuredly but your life is about you and the choices that you make so this show is about you me all of us And the universal laws of attraction. And once again, it's not the law of attraction. It's the laws because our lives are governed by the laws that we create, by our choices, by our actions, by our our deeds, our beliefs, our thoughts, all that sort of stuff. And so on this show, what I do is, or what I'm aiming to do is to support you in having a greater understanding of the laws so you can start creating the life that you want and and it not be mm, hit and miss creating in such a way that it's consistent creating in such a way that you know it it, you know if you're going to manifest you know if you need xyz whether it be money whether it be health whether it be a specific person to help you with, I don't know, what whatever it is, you know that you will be able to apply the universal laws and you will be able to manifest what it is that you say that you want. So that's what this show is all about. Um, I'm a choice expert. I'm a choice and universal laws of attraction expert. Uh, and that's my, my claim, my claim to fame. I am an intrinsic coach, which really means that I believe that whatever you need, you have the answer to. And what I support you in doing is going within and pulling that answer out and then support you in you creating a plan of action to manifest that which you say that you want. So that's what I do. Um, That's who I am. That's what I do. And I kind of love what I do. But that being said, once again, welcome to the show, guys. There's a couple of things that I, well, before I get started, guys, I hope you're doing okay. And for the tragedy that took place um, almost a week ago, actually, in in, um, uh, Southern Florida, with the building collapsing, for for the people who have lost loved ones, they're in my thoughts, prayers and meditations. For the people who don't know about their loved ones, they're in my thoughts, prayers and meditations. And um yeah, that would that was definitely a horrific um a horrific thing that took place. Um, so outside of that, guys, I hope you all are doing well. The weather has been absolutely it, it, I, I mean we had 
thunderstorms last night and lightning and in parts of the county um they had flash flooding and and so consequently it's really humid here and i i figured out i kind of i'm okay with the heat it's the humidity mind you it's really great for the skin but it's the humidity it's like really but that that being said all is good here um life is really good so how goes it with you how are you guys doing? I actually hope that you're you're doing well and that you are finding your way and that you are creating, using the laws of attraction to get what you want. And I, I'm just going to say this before before I dive in to part three of, of this series, I'm going to say this. When things do not turn out the way in which you want them, or something comes out of the blue that surprises you in a way like WTF, you know, or, or like, wow, didn't see that one coming. You know, if, if things happen like that or it goes belly up or whatever phrase you choose to use, guys, have your emotional period with it. And I really mean this. Have your emotional time with it. Don't let the time drag on and on and on because then it becomes a, a problem then it becomes really an issue right but have your moment with it be upset be sad be uncertain be confused the whole the whole nine yards but at some point it's really important to ask yourself what is this showing me what is this showing me and I'm not talking about oh what did I do uh-uh because we all know what we've done we all know what we've done the name of the game is what is this situation showing me about me for me i this is me wendy i do not believe that things happen randomly in our lives i don't believe in random i literally believe in action and reaction reaction and action this is what i believe in and we are always in action and therefore we will always be experiencing reactions so i wanted to say that so right guys let's get to it um let's get to part 3 of the universal laws and basically what you need to know now one of the things that you will hear is this that was that actually that was kind of loud guys let me just tone that down a bit let's see if this is better yeah that's a little bit better that was kind of loud every time i'm going to say something that i'm going to make a point or i'm going to go into a new direction or something that i really feel that hey guys you need to just listen up to what i'm about to say you will definitely hear this right and that's that's me bell that's me bell the other thing that I I want to say to you is it's really important that you do your own due diligence not because I'm saying it means that it's true not because I'm saying it means that it's false what what I need you to do is to do your own due diligence if none of this rings right for you if if none of this um resonates with you then fine then fine but you need to do you boo okay you need to do you all right one of the biggest things that i have experienced in my career that is spanning i don't know 30 odd years is that people people tend to try to emulate what has happened to somebody else my way of manifesting is not your way of manifesting because as you'll see as we go through the laws and i doubt we'll get to it today that might be in series four or five you know only one person can occupy a space at one time so whatever i do is for me the name of the game is you can take what i share with you and then mold it take bits off of it recreate it 
you know, take it and make it your own. This is why you have, if you think about people who sing, people who sing covers don't kind of go out and do, try to do a, a karaoke, you know, version of uh, a Whitney Houston, you know, I don't know, um, George Strait, who, whoever. They don't, they don't try to emulate them. What they do is they'll take a song, maybe an iconic song, and they'll put their stamp on it. They'll put their twist on it and they'll make it their own. And this is what I'm saying about this. You know, the same thing with food, you know, um, you can cook potatoes, what, 10,000 different ways. All right. That might be an exaggeration, but each time you see a recipe and you recreate that recipe, you are actually making it your own. It's all about our energy. So guys, this is what I'm saying to you. Whatever I do, whatever I say, whatever I am, instruction I give out or instructions that I share, take it and make it your own. At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with storewide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupon. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Okay, guys, so let us, let us get to it. Okay, so in part, in part three, you'd think I'd be ready. In part three, uh, sorry, in part two, we got to the universal law of flexibility. And I actually stopped there because it was like, oh my giddy aunt, this is going to be long. So the universal law of flexibility It's something that's really important to us. And the universal law of flexibility is exactly what the word means. It means that you need to be capable of bending or being bent without breaking. This is flexibility. This law is about you choosing to be adaptable, choosing to adapt within your current situation, and also any situations that you find yourself in. It's about finding the courage within to move through a situation without resistance. Flexibility allows you to find your unique footing. And again, here we go with this whole unique thing. Because you are unique. So it's about you being able to find your unique footing and a finger hold so that you can push and pull yourself up and or wherever it is that you need to be. Flexibility is choosing to consciously change your view, find a lens. Flexibility will encourage you to look at life from a different perspective. The universal law of flexibility speaks to you and speaks about your willingness to change and authentically and I really do mean authentically choose to to choose to try something different it's about embracing and accepting the fact that you cannot control anything external to you okay You know what, guys? Here we go. All right. So, guys, listen up. This is one of the biggest. Okay, I'm going to go down a rabbit hole. All right. So bear with me. This is one of the biggest things that, oh, biggest things that I think are a hindrance to people's lives. They actually think that they can control things that are external to them. And they really can't. For the most part, you can't. Especially other people. So the universal law of flexibility is about accepting and embracing the fact that you cannot control anyone external to you. The only, the the only person that you can control is yourself. That's the only person 
that you can control. That is you. The me, myself and I. You cannot control anybody else. So once again, the universal law of flexibility is exactly as the word the word means. It means the ability to bend, move, maneuver without breaking. And if you are flexible, it really does give you an opportunity to try a different perspective. So that's the universal law of flexibility. You need to be flexible, guys. Actually, before I move on to the universal law of um, of uh, uh, grace, the universal law of flexibility also means that within a relationship, you have, um, within a relationship, you really will subscribe to the give and take, you know? And I'm not talking about being dumped on. I'm not talking about being abused. I'm not talking about any of that. I'm talking about being in agreement to disagree. That's flexibility. You know, it, 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 it's, it's vitally important. Um, yeah, uh, that's, that, that's what I wanted to say. I, I'll stop there because as you know, if I don't, um, keep on point and on topic, I go down on a rabbit hole and then I have to figure my way back. But that being said, let's move on to the universal law, the universal law of grace. The universal law of grace invokes your ability to stand still and it gives you fluidity of movement and maneuver so that you can move through life and remain unharmed. Yeah? Grace places you in the eye of the storm. And yeah, you're in the storm. But when you are in the eye of the storm, you will be there and you will be untouched. The universal law of grace is about you choosing to stand still. Sometimes you just need to be still. And even within that stillness, you will find the fluidity of movement to maneuver through your life and remain unharmed. Now, many of you may have heard this phrase, but there's a phrase that says, thereby the grace of God go I. It means that you have stood still. It means that you are Yes, the storm is going on around you, but you are in the eye of the storm and therefore you are untouched. It doesn't mean that um, you won't be influenced. What it means is that you will be unharmed. And I think therein lies the difference. Doesn't mean that you won't be influenced. It doesn't mean that, guys, that it, it won't it won't shake you up. Yeah, it doesn't mean uh, it, it, it doesn't mean that you won't be emotionally hurt. What it means is physically you will remain unharmed. Yeah. OK, so now we have because we're on the G's needless to say, um, we have the universal law of gratitude. Oh, God, man, what may I go say about this? The universal law of gratitude. Now, I'm going to have to. um keep myself together here because I know that I can talk about the universal law of gratitude at infinitum. I can go on and on and on about this particular law. Now, when people talk about the, the laws of attraction um, or the law of attraction, they actually talk about gratitude. And it's true. Gratitude is huge. That's the other thing, guys. Well, let me just read the law before I start going off on my, my little tangent. The universal law of gratitude 
gratitude invokes authentic I sounded like my dad just then the universal law of gratitude invokes authentic acceptance and appreciation for where you find yourself in the now gratitude is the inner feeling or spiritual response to an experience that you have gratitude is saying thank you and thank you can be in word action or in deed or in deeds, something that you do um, as a result of um, as a result of uh, showing your feelings, showing your feelings because gratitude is a feeling, right? It, it, it's an inner feeling and it's an inner response to something that you've experienced. So you can verbally say thank you by using your words, or you can use actions or deeds. And this is an externalization of the feeling of the words that you are, that you are experiencing inside. Okay, guys, gratitude is huge. Gratitude is huge. And one of the things that I am huge on is, as I was, as I was talking about a little while ago, when things go wrong or they go belly up, The same way that you are in gratitude when things are going right, when things go wrong for you, you need to practice an attitude of gratitude. And again, once you get over your emotional, your your feelings and um, the confusion and everything that may go with it, you know, the anger, everything that may go, go with whatever it is that you have experienced. And then you say thank you. Because your life is happening for you. It is not happening to you. Your life is happening for you. It is not. Guys, it is not happening to you. When you think that life is happening to you, you become a victim. Become a victor by recognizing that your life happens for you. It's not life's goal to destroy you. It's not the universal's create. It's not the universal's the universal creator's um, desire to destroy you. God knows we make enough choices that we do that ourselves. That's not life. Life is about growing and moving forward and having experiences and everything that life shells out to you is a result of something that you have chosen. And I'm going to say this so we're clear. I am not condoning anything that has happened to anybody. I am not condoning anything, whether good, bad, heinous, evil, whatever. I'm not condoning that. What I'm saying to you is that life responds to you. And then it manifests something for you. So wherever you have found, wherever you find yourself in life, guys, it is based upon a series of choices that you make. And the one thing about this, if, if you are able to embrace this and believe me, a lot of people can't, a lot of people can't, a lot of people won't, they won't subscribe to that. I can't believe that this has happened to me because you say that I have chosen it. Yes, I do. The bright side to that is if you say thank you, if you use gratitude, you say thank you, you can move on. If you actually accept it as such, imagine if you believe that what you have done has gotten you to the point where you are, wherever that may be, that then frees you to understand that you can make different choices to get you to where it is that you say that you want to be. But that being said, gratitude is one of the underpinnings of the universal law of attraction or laws of attraction. It's actually part of the um, the bundle law of the universal law of attraction. Gratitude is huge. If you are not in true gratitude for where you are, for what you're doing, that means you are not free for anything else to come in because your thought process isn't on actually moving forward your thought process is stuck on where you are say thank you 
I believe in gratitude journals and this is not only for um, adults but for children also. Actually I believe in all of this for kids to be honest with you. I really do. I actually think if understanding of the universal laws, how to manifest, things like gratitude, things like um, honesty, the universal law of I am, which is where I'm going now, the universal law of forgiveness, um, understanding the power of your word, uh, understanding consciousness and subconsciousness. I think if children were actually taught this in school, I truly do believe, along with meditation, I truly do believe the world would be a totally different place totally and utterly different. But that being said, let me get back on point and on topic. Um, I believe that people should keep a gratitude journal. I really do. It's like, I believe people should keep a success journal because there are times in life when you actually need to look back and see your successes. There are times in life where you need to flip through because I, I keep a gratitude journal. I mean, and sometimes based on what's going on in my life, based on what is happening for me, based upon the choices, I don't feel too gracious about it. You know, gratitude can be a little hard to spill out. And so being able to flip through the pages and then find something to be grateful for, a little thing, it doesn't matter. You know, grateful that you were able to get cold water from the faucet, grateful that you were able to, you know, to, to swallow, grateful that you were able to literally get up and get out of bed. You were able to hold your toothbrush to brush your teeth, you know, little things that you take for granted until such that you don't have it. And you realize what a monumental thing it is in your life. Get up guys and say, thank you. Give thanks just because the sun rose today and you saw it. It's not always guaranteed. And at once, at one point in your life, it's not going to be a guarantee. So while you're able to view it and see it, just be grateful. Grateful. Grateful that you were able to discern nonsense for yourself and or truth for yourself. Just be grateful. Say thank you. And once again, I believe everybody should have a gratitude journal. You should write in it. If not daily, I would say weekly. If you've got kids, grandkids, I'm all about, okay, let's do the gratitude journal and let them roll their eyes and do whatever they're going to do. Give me three things that you're grateful for. There are some journals that say, you know, 25 things. Well, on on any given day, there are 25 maybe stat things that I could give, say, but I like the spontaneity of, you know, oh, I'm grateful that I I understood that, you know, uh, okay, here we go. I'm grateful that I understood that making a chocolate cake, if I make it with um, Dutch chocolate, as opposed to the regular kind of cho cocoa powder, and I use Dutch processed, it gives me a richer and more defined cake. Hey, I'm grateful for that knowledge. I'm grateful for the person who figured that out. You know, so I like spontaneity in my gratitude journal. Because, yeah, I can find 25 that I'm grateful for my home, grateful for my husband, grateful for the refrigerator, grateful for the carpet, grateful for water, hot water, water tank. Yeah, I can do all of that, the refrigerator. But some of those spontaneous things that happen, that when you get the aha or like, yeah, I got it, I figured it out. And or even like I was uh, in meditation, I was asking, I was asking for a, a specific way to approach um a digital uh a digital concept that i have and then all of a sudden i heard the words okay i heard the words and lo and behold when i sat at my computer and i i i, I put i put the phrase in that i heard bam all this information popped up gratitude that hit my gratitude journal so, okay, guys, gratitude, I'm sure you have it. It is one of the underpinnings of the universal laws of attraction and your ability to manifest. If you are being ungracious or a state of ungratitude, if that's a word, then the likelihood of you being able to manifest what you want makes it really difficult. Gratitude and exercising gratitude in your life literally evens the playing field. It really does. It allows new to come forward. 
because you'll be ready for it. So hopefully that made sense. Now we are moving to the the H's, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Hmm. The universal law of habit. <sighs> Much like discipline, habit is something that's really important, especially when we are really um, defining and honing our personal recipe for manifesting. And it is a recipe. It is or it is our own equation, our own unique equation. So the universal law of habit, it is a function of the conscious mind that invokes a smooth, hear me guys, hear hear me guys, a smooth repetition of an action. And it's a smooth repetition and repetition is the word here. A smooth repetition of action that can be a word or a deed until it becomes enmeshed with your subconscious mind. And you and that thing are now one. You see, habit influences the subconscious mind. Habit and to create a habit actually is a conscious decision. It's a conscious action that has subconscious results. And guys, you manifest from your subconscious. We already spoke about that, I believe, in part two. Yeah. So you manifest from your subconscious. So the name of the game is to Whatever it is that you need to do, you get it on a subconscious level because your conscious mind gets it. But this is where things things can go a little awry with your subconscious mind because like the meme that I posted today, if you if you if your conscious mind is double minded and you are trying to manifest um in a specific way. All right. Actually, let me let me just pull this up. I'm I'm going to pull this up. Okay. You know what always amazes me? You know what always amazes me is when I go to to when I'm when I'm not feeling under the gun, I can just flow through it and it all pulls up the way I need it. Okay. Today's meme and that was in my in my group The Laws of Attraction in Action. That's on Facebook and you can find me on um Instagram. But that being said, The meme that I posted today says a divided mind and a conflict, uh, a divided mind and excuse me, a mind divided and in conflict with itself cannot stand for anything. And so what I went on to say is that having a conflicted mind is where you where we lose our manifestation magic. Okay, so it doesn't matter what we've claimed It doesn't matter all the work that we have done. And I say the work, the spiritual work, the affirmations, the the prayers, the the, the visualizations, you know, the, the, the vision board and everything that we've done. If your mind is in conflict, if you are double minded and your mind goes to the lack and or the limitation that you have. And that is the where the emotional trigger is. That is where what where your belief truly is. Then the thing that you are going to manifest is the thing that is emotionally charged. And so it won't be the thing that you've asked for. And the example that I gave in the group today was um, you need a certain uh, sum of money to pay a specific bill. You don't have the money in your account and you don't have the money in your hand. And so you apply your manifestation magic, right? You're a master manifester or you're working on that. You start your process of praying, affirming, you know, you do your visualization, your living visualization. You have your living um, dream board. You have your living visualization board. You know, whatever it is that you do, your wheel of fortune, whatever it is that you do. And you're doing all of this. And then you start worrying over how am I going to get the money to pay this bill? And as soon as you've done that, you have negated, literally, guys, you, you've negated 
all of the work that you've done. Because the, how am I going to get the money to pay this bill? That's the thing that has the biggest emotional charge. And so that's the thing that's going to manifest for you. You won't get the money to pay the bill, but you'll get more worry. So habit, the universal law of habit. Let me me just ring the bell, guys, because I know that I kind of way got off topic. So the universal law of habit, it's function, it's a function of the conscious mind that invokes the smooth repetition because a habit is something it's formed after, you know, like a muscle, you know, if you, if you exercise, you keep lifting weights, the muscles will understand and eventually they'll be all buff. This is a result of repetition. It's a repetition of an action in the universal laws. It's a repetition of an action, your word or your deeds, and they become enmeshed in your subconscious mind. You and that thing, you and that the thing that you've been repeating, it becomes one. And it becomes something that you you no longer have to really think about. Like driving, many people don't even realize how um, they're on autopilot when they drive. It's because they've done it so often. They've done it so often. And so the law of habit is huge. It is part of the universal law of discipline. Discipline will literally embrace the law of habit and habit will be embraced by the universal law of discipline. They help each other out. They support each other and it's vitally important. Okay, guys, a lot of bells here. (laughs) A lot of bells here. Okay, the universal law of honesty. Honesty and truth are, well, I see I've just gone right off topic. The universal law of honesty. This law invokes your willingness to be open to express your authentic truth through words, deeds and actions. Okay, guys. From within, honesty creates a divine flow and a forward momentum which is ultimately externalized as harmony in your life. Honesty. And honesty, I say honestly, honesty, guys, is the foundation of self-trust. And it truly is. And it sends out a vibrational signal that lets others know that you can be trusted. Honesty is also, and this is huge, honesty is huge. It's the gateway for authentic communication with yourself and others. And that authentic communication extends to the universal creator, the universal forces. It extends to God, the whole nine yards. This is one of the pillars and underpinnings of you being able to manifest along with gratitude. Actually, if I didn't say that gratitude is also one of the pillars and underpinnings that are required for you to be able to manifest guys. If you are, if you, if you're not honest with yourself, if you're not authentic with yourself, everything that you touch comes from a place of inauthenticity. It comes from a place of dis honesty now truth and dishonesty excuse me truth and honesty are they they are they're parallel but they're two different things as you will find out as you will find out as we go through the laws and that's another thing while i'm at it many people they will say okay honesty is is about you know um is 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 truth mm-hmm In regard to the universal laws, their actions are different, but yet they work in tandem. So the universal law of honesty invokes your willingness to be open to express your authentic truth. Okay, guys, did you get that? It's about you being open to express. It's not about your truth. It's about you being open to express your authentic truth through words, actions, deeds, etc. Okay. Honesty is the gateway for authentic, honest, honest, truthful communication 
And not only that, you need to have that with yourself before you can have it with others. See, people read the non-verbals and they don't, they don't, people don't understand. People read non-verbals. This is how people know that they like somebody or, or they don't like somebody. They, they can read the non-verbals, you know? Okay, guys, the universal law of I am. What do I want to do here? Hmm. What do I want to do here? That needs a whole, that needs a chorus of bells. The universal law of I am invokes what you are. It's not about what you are becoming. It's not about what you want to become. It's not about what you are dreaming of having. It's not about any of that. It's literally about what you are. In any language, I don't care what language you speak. In any culture, I care not the culture that, 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 you, that you live in. In any tradition, in any religion, in any spiritual belief, in any practice. And I don't care. It can be anything, any of them, the dark arts, the light arts, arts, whatever you want to call it. You see, because the universal law supersedes all of that because the universal law is all of that. It controls all of that. But that's a whole nother story by itself. So these words are the most powerful words in any language. So guys, when you are talking about I am, use those words with the utmost respect. Use those words, those two words, I am, with reverence and with care because what you say you are, when you say I am, you are. It's not I am becoming. Uh Uh-uh. I am. It's not I, I am going to because you already are. I am, once again, is in any language, any culture, any tradition, any religion, any any religious belief, any spiritual belief, the most powerful words that you can utter, that you can say. Because it denotes where you are in the now. So guys, I, I hope that one's clear. I hope that one's clear. Be very, very careful. You, you know, okay. We we use a lot of collo- collo- colloquialisms, you know, when we talk. You know, I'm this, I'm that, you know. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm crunched. You know, somebody, somebody hurt your feelings. I'm crunched. Um, I'm this, I'm that. We use a lot of colloquialisms, not realizing that these these words are what our life is built upon. We we, we really don't. We you. It, it's so vitally important that you have care and reverence for the words that you 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 speak, because the words that you speak are the words that are going to manifest in your life. The words that will manifest your life. It's vitally important, guys. I am is huge. Use it with reference, with reverence and care. Okay. Ooh. Shucky ducky quack quack. All right. Let me see what, what our time's saying. Okay. The universal law of imagination. <clears throat> I have been saying for weeks and weeks and weeks, actually, this is rolling into, I don't know, maybe two years, two and a half years. And I thought this yesterday, I was driving home, I was coming home from, I think, Walmart or something. 
And um, I, I was like, I really need to do this webinar um, on the universal law of imagination. The universal law of imagination is everything to us. Nothing happens in our life without it starting first in our imagination. The universal law of imagination, this law brings the subconscious and the conscious minds into harmonic union and allows for the authentic commu- and allows for authentic communication and expression it allows a free flowing dialogue to take place within and it really does and it, 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 it it's a f- a free flowing dialogue that takes place within that can be consciously directed it allows the faculty of the mind or or actions within the mind to produce ideas in the form of mental images, feelings, thoughts, all that sort of stuff, which then creates concepts of things not yet present in tangible form and yet experienced in the intangible. Okay, guys? So your imagination, what, that, what, what basically I'm saying here is that your imagination is something that is free-flowing but can be consciously directed, but yet still it is free flowing and it produces images and ideas in your mind that come together and will come together to form or to create concepts of things that, that it's only in your head. It's only in your head. Okay, it's only in your head. And in your head, it's a tangible form, but yet outside of your head, it's intangible. So in your mind, you can see it, but it has yet to materialize in the physical. This is your imagination. This is your imagination. And not only that, and I may say that, so let me see. I'm going to say this and I'm most probably because I'm, I'm, I'm reading my, my documentation here. Um, but your imagination, you, uh, I'm reading it right now. Your, the imagination has the ability to intuitively create images, which, um, which actually means intuitively to intuitively create images, which means accurate information or insights obtained from sources unknown. That's when you get insight, when you intuitively create, yeah? It means that you are curating information that you have attained from sources unknown. And as a result of that, you are able to consciously construct a, a pictorial image of a thought process that's come to you from out of the blue. Now, these thought processes or these creations, they can be individual pictures that are still life or the pictures that you see, I'm sorry, the pictures that you see in your mind, they can be still life or you can create a full-fledged movie. They can, and this is all about your imagination, guys. Your imaginings, they can also be thoughts and or feelings. The thing imagined can present itself as an abstract or or something that appears. And although I said I don't believe in random and I don't, it, it appears randomly or it's organized, it's fleeting or it's sustaining. Which means abstract. You know, guys, you get an abstract painting. Somebody's taken different color paints and they've just thrown it on on a canvas. Abstract. But yet still it has meaning. Organized, you know, painting by numbers. You can see it. It can be fleeting. Like you you, you, you just grab it and you see it. It's almost like you blink. 
or it can be something that is sustaining it. It's there all the time. So imagination has the ability to intuitively create images, which means accurate information or insight attained from sources unknown and or consciously constructed pictorial images. Your imagination is about images. Imagination. It's about images within your mind. Now the function of the universal law of imagination is huge. To bring into conscious awareness that, um, that, what, that which is desired. And to communicate and express that desire in a way that is understood by you and believed by you. Okay, guys, if you do not believe it, you will not receive it. If you do not believe it, guys, it's not going to manifest. Your imagination, for me, next to the universal law of choice, your imagination is one of the it's it, it's one of the the pillars it, it it it's it's not even one of the underpinnings it is one of the major pillars and major in parenthesis the the major pillars of you being able to manifest Just as a, a thing here, just as a, a by the way, words give, underst- words give understandable form to images, to, what, to things that you go on in your mind. And they provide the vehicle for expression and communication. Words are governed by the universal law of speech, which we'll get to. Which, enco- which encompasses the, the oral communication and the ability to express your thoughts and emotions by sounds and gestures, etc. So understand, guys, that your imagination creates pictorial images that are then transformed into um, expressions that are understandable for us either through pictures, either through feelings, thoughts, words, etc. Imagination is huge. And guys, you need to be using your imagination. You need to be using your imagination and you need to meditate. You need to meditate. Okay? All right, so let me get off of that subject. Meditation at any rate. The universal law of imperfection. The universal law of imperfection states, oh, excuse me, the universal law of imperfection opens the way for new ideas to come into form. I said earlier that it's important to say thank you for the good, the bad, the ugly, the sad, everything. It's important to say thank you. The universal law of imperfection means that something is not perfect. Imperfection is when things go wrong. And as my mum, my mum used to say to us, every spoiler is a style, every spoiler is a new style, you know, you see it there, every spoiler is a new style. So anything that didn't come out right can formulate into something absolutely new and wonderful. And this is what this law says. The universal law of imperfection states that the universal law of imperfection states that did you get that guys new things can open up for you okay guys sorry about that um i hadn't put the phone outside but hey that's how it rolls sometimes so the universal law of perfection just to to recap is simply this um imperfections open the way for new ideas to come into form and it's as simple as that yeah just as simple as that so we have here right another bell we have the universal law of justice hmm the universal law of justice is designed to establish 
balance and divine order. Within the universe, once a choice has been consciously and or unconsciously made. This law establishes balance where a chaos ensues, even if we as humans cannot see that chaos. The universal law of justice works on establishing energy between polarities. Okay? And those polarities are things like happy, sad, love, hate. You know, the po- polarities. Literally. The, the opposite pole of happiness is sadness. The opposite of love is, is hate. Wet, dry, cold, hot. It, it's, that, it's that sort of thing. Many people, um, many people uh, attribute justice to something like um, the what the Mesopotamian kings would do to meet out justice as, you know, like an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, a life for a life. That's not the code that the universal laws work on or the universal law of justice works on. It's about creating balance. It's not about righting a perceived wrong. It's about creating balance where chaos ensues. And based on the fact that um, the way that we think, the what we do and all of that, that jazz, Yes, guys, we need that universal law. We need the balance. We, it, it, it's, it's vitally important. It is vitally important. Yeah. So balance. Um, sorry, I say balance. Um, justice is about divine order. And establishing that once we've made a choice. Once we've made a choice. Because when, when things are changing, you see, we, we have this idea that when, when things are changing or when things have changed or, or we're wanting things to change, that we can, um, that, that, that it, it's all, I don't know, you know, I don't know, cupcakes and, you know, unicorns or warm and fuzzy. Change isn't always like that. Change can be dramatic. Think about a volcano as it as it um, creates more land mass. Ain't nothing warm and fuzzy about that. Well, it might be warm, but there's nothing fuzzy about that. You know, the 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 the, the violence of the eruption and uh, the sizzling of, of the lava as it hits the, the water, and a- a- absolutely nothing fuzzy about that. You know, warm yes, but fuzzy no. And the universe realizes this. The universe understands that as we make change in our lives, chaos is in chaos will ensue because guys look at it this way. If something is going to be uprooted and its sole purpose in life is to do what it's doing, if you come along to try and uproot it, it's going to fight for all it's worth. It's going to fight for all it's worth, not to be uprooted. It doesn't matter what it is. This is why we have habits that are bad habits that we have a hard time getting rid of because it doesn't want to be uprooted. It realizes that in order for a transition to happen, it has to die. And that's another thing. Let me just say this, right? Let, let, let me just say this. In order for anything to happen, the old has to die so the new can take place. If you plant a seed in the, in the ground, you plant an apple seed in the ground and you are wanting an apple tree to grow, the seed has to die in order for the tree to grow. And many people find this very, very... Um, disturbing that whatever it is that has gone before it needs to die 
so the new can come forward. Doesn't mean that you're not going to build on it. It just means that it is no longer a thing. It's not the thing now. So guys, look, I am going to stop and we're going to stop here at the universal law of love. And because the universal law of love is is about transmutation, many people confuse the universal law of love with affection and compassion. But as that that can take up a whole show by itself, when we come back in part four of the universal laws and what you need to know, that's where we'll start. We're going to start with the universal law of love. So guys, I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I hope you've enjoyed enjoyed this um, edition, a part three of the Universal Laws, What You Need to Know. It's my hope that the Universal Creator illuminates your pathway so that as you walk and make choices, you can see with clarity that which you need to do for that which you want. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn, guys. Until next time, peace. <laughs>